Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Imagine being a violinist and conductor whom both Haydn and Beethoven want to hire to conduct premieres of their work. You're in the same Freemason's Lodge as Mozart, and you're a prominent person in the musical life of Vienna, composing ballet, stage, and orchestral works and chamber music, conducting gala events, and being very much a star of the Vienna musical scene. Who else could this be except Paul Ranitsky? Who? This hour, we're going to get to know some music of this relatively little-known Czech composer who lived in Vienna and was much admired by Haydn, Mozart, and Beethoven. Thank you. 
Music of Paul Ranitsky, a contemporary of Haydn, Mozart, and Beethoven, composer, conductor, violinist, and quite the rock star in 1790s Vienna. This hour on Harmonia, we're focusing on a composer you've probably never heard of, with a double-barreled purpose of introducing you to some wonderful new music and encouraging further exploration of the works of Paul Ranitsky. Imagine how difficult it would be to get anyone's attention as a composer in a Vienna contemporary with Mozart, Haydn, and Beethoven. Well, during that very time, Paul Ranitsky was a very successful, prolific, influential composer, conductor, and performer who was highly respected. And yet he's unknown to most of us, for when Ranitsky died, his music pretty much went silent too. But back in 2006, considering the 250th anniversary of the composer's birth in 1756, and looking ahead to the 2008 bicentennial of his death in 1808, the Ranitsky Project was launched. Its goal was to stimulate research and performances that would bring attention to Ranitsky and his work. And period instrument players found a new source of repertory. Ranitsky's compositions comprise a couple dozen stage works, 51 symphonies, at least 56 string quartets, and a large amount of other orchestral and chamber music. His best-known stage work, and also one of his longest surviving compositions, was his first Zingspiel, Oberon. He conducted a gala performance of it during the coronation festivities of Leopold II at Frankfurt in 1790. The enthusiastic reception of the work in Vienna prompted the conception of Die Zauberflöte for Mozart. Goethe, in fact, considered Ranitsky the most appropriate composer to set his Zauberflöte Zweiter Teil, a planned sequel to Mozart's famous opera. Even more popular in their day were Ranitsky's ballets, which, like the other stage works, languish on paper in silence. A great deal of his music awaits our discovery. What a wonderful opportunity for a historically informed orchestra to bring it to life again. But for now, let's hear some of what we do have available, starting with chamber music. After all, Ranitsky was a very fine violinist. Here's the first movement of Ranitsky's String Trio, Opus 17, Number 2, in E-flat major, Allegro Moderato. Thank you. 
The ensemble Cordia played the first movement of Ranitsky's string trio Opus 17, Number 2 in E flat major. From their 2012 brilliant classic CD, with the irresistibly catchy title String Trios Opus 3, Numbers 1 and 3, Opus 17, Number 1. Of some 56 string quartets, at least 40 of Renitsky's survive, and they hold their own next to both Mozart and Haydn's quartets, fertile repertoire territory for a classical string quartet. Here's another sort of chamber music, this time for wind octet. There are people who think that Haydn is the composer of this piece, and others who think Renitsky is. The fact that the answer is neither easy nor obvious says something about the quality of the composition.
That was Sinfonietta Ventus, Guido Maria Guida, guest conductor, playing the second movement of Ranitsky's, or perhaps Haydn's, Divertimento in F, from their 2002 Urtex digital classic CD, Chamber Music, Haydn, Weber, Dvorak, Grieg, Jakob, and Handel. Ranitsky composed 51 symphonies, most of which have four movements in the standard classical order, frequently with a slow introduction. Here's the first movement of his Symphony in D Major, Opus 36. A stately adagio frames a moment for the strings, then the sonata form Allegro Molto, which begins quietly but becomes festive, dramatic, and, by the coda, jubilant.
We heard the London Mozart players, Matthias Bommert, conductor, playing the first movement of Renitzky's D Major Symphony, Opus 31, from their CD, Renitzky, Symphonies in D Major and C Minor, released by Brilliant Classics in 2012. You're listening to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani. Welcome back. The public performance of Ranitsky's Grande Sinfonie Caractéristique pour la paix avec la République Françoise was forbidden by an imperial resolution. The title of the work was felt to be provocative, good way to attract attention. Despite its title, this is hardly what one might call a symphony as we know it, as it's composed of ten movements, some of which run into each other, with titles like The Revolution, English March, and March of the Austrians and Prussians. And despite the fact that its performance was forbidden, the music really doesn't strike one as terribly revolutionary.
That was the finale of a symphony entitled The Prospects of Peace and Rejoicing at the Achievement of Peace. Again, we hear the characteristic Ranitsky final movement of an andante followed by Allegro Vivace. The symphony also contains a funeral march, which is given the subtitle The Fate and Death of Louis XVI. You may recall that Ranitsky's colleague Ludwig van Beethoven also composed a funeral march in his Eroica Symphony.
The London Mozart Orchestra, led by Matthias Bamert, performed movements from Ranitsky's Symphony in C Minor, Opus 31, on their 2012 Brilliant Classics recording, Ranitsky, Symphonies in D Major and C Minor. This brings us to our recording of the week, entitled Haydn Cello Concertos Numbers 1 and 2, Ranitsky Cello Concerto Opus 27, performed by L'Orchestra di Padova e del Veneto, Enrico Bronzi, cello and conductor, released by the Concerto label in 2015. Let's hear the dreamy slow movement of the Ranitsky Cello Concerto Opus 27. Perhaps a bit Mozartian and a bit pre-romantic, but the affect is overall one of fundamental serenity. That will be followed by the last movement, a joyous Allegro di Molto.
Enrico Bronzi, cellist and conductor, led the orchestra di Parova e del Veneto in the slow movement and the finale Allegro di Molto of Paul Ranitsky's Cello Concerto Opus 27 from the 2015 CD appropriately entitled Haydn Cello Concertos Numbers 1 and 2, Ranitsky Cello Concerto Opus 27. Bronzi chose to record the two known Haydn cello concerti on the same disc as the Ranitsky, so once again we find much in common between Haydn and his pupil Ranitsky. Harmonia is a production of WFIU. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. Contact us at harmoniaearlymusic.org. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Wendy Gillespie. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our production team, Wendy Gillespie, Elizabeth Clark, Luann Johnson, and John Bailey. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.